Good evening, we're back. This is Bible Talk with Jane and Shannon. I am Jane once again. And I'm Shannon. Tonight we're talking about seasons. Yes. Seasons are so important. They are, and right away when you say the word seasons, if you think biblically, everybody thinks about Ecclesiastes. Really? I was just thinking of Christmas. Oh, Ecclesiastes 1, oh, 3, yeah. 1 through Go 22. For, it. Yep. for everything there is a season, and for every time, every matter under heaven, a time for every matter under heaven, excuse me, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. Hmm. Yeah. Seasons of life. Yeah, seasons of life, seasons. <clears throat> when when we were talking about different topics, this one came up just partially because we're in a we're Changing in that transition season. right now yeah. in that season. <clears throat> Genesis 8:22 says while the earth remains seed time seed time and harvest cold and heat summer and winter day and night shall not cease. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love the fact that we have seasons. Yeah, I do like seasons. Every season Every time it changes, there's a blessing. True. There's, I mean, we get a hard freeze. I love winter. I know you're not a huge fan, but I love winter. I love the snow. I love well, the peace that comes from it. I love the beauty and the and the quietness and the I calm. Do li- I like, I like, like last winter. Well, it was like early spring, but we got it a late snowfall. Well, not really late for us, but it was in March snowfall, and I took a walk with the dogs. That was beautiful. Yeah. And there are moments that's beautiful. But I will say I struggle with winter because I get so darn cold and hot gets cold and the snow makes it so hard with the wheelchair. And Well, yeah, there's um, those things. Yeah. I absolutely love winter because I do like the cold. I like, yeah. I like that. I like that season. And for me, it's, it's hunting season. It's, you know, there's a lot of blessings to it. Um, and growing up, <clears throat> it was always a special season for me. Uh, growing up on a farm because the cows were always in the barn mm-hmm. and it was always i mean you could strip down to a t-shirt in the barn no oh, matter yeah. how Born cold it was yeah and there's something about being in that peace and listening to the animals chewing and you know being in in that warm spot i love going into a barn with horses at night and just mm-hmm. listening to the horses in their stalls and you know we don't do that when it's hot we do that when it's cold so it's oh nice. well you know what i do enjoy like when we feed the horses out there like last christmas eve i fed the horses and then I just leaned on the fence and listened to them eat because it's fun someone else Lisa Till said she loves to hear animals eat oh no it wasn't Lisa it was Holly from Sonics there's just something there's something special about that but I mean and by the time fall and the freeze comes around we're sick of the bugs and the bugs are then gone for a while oh yeah we're bug free for a little while Um, but then we you know spring comes along and things start to green up and it's so beautiful and the the flowers come out, and then summertime comes along, and you get those warm summer days in, in the shade under the trees, and and then fall comes, and we get the colors and that brisk mm-hmm. mornings and the soft afternoons, and it's just such a blessing. And I don't know, I you know, p- people talk about living in these tropical paradises where they don't have seasons, and I don't think I'd really enjoy it as much. Well, they do have seasons, don't they? Have like a little bit, rainy but it's, season. Yeah, but it, it's, it's not the same. It's kind of boring. We have yeah. we have serious seasons. You can definitely tell if you well, woke true. up in the wrong place, you'd know what season. Oh, well, we were true. In. That is true. But then I was also thinking when we said seasons of 
seasons of life. Sure. And not so much, like, different roles that we take. And right. And I think something that came to mind is that I was thinking of, you know, we're in-laws now. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we've been in-laws for a while now. We have our son-in-law, Robert, and, and of course, we have adult children. And I think sometimes we get a new role in life. And we don't give ourselves grace to kind of learn how to do that. Right. And so I know, you know, when, especially it's hard for parents when they first get adult children, you've been so used to being their parents and you're still their parent, but you have to give yourself grace to learn how to be a parent to an adult child. And then as an in-law, I mean, you have to learn how to be an in-law and, and you have to learn how to be a spouse and... And I think we need to give ourselves growing room with every phase of life. And even now, we're in our 50s, and they are different than our 40s. Yeah. And our 60s will be different yeah. than our 50s. And and I think as I grow, I, as I grow older, I think I'm I appreciate the time more that I'm in. Mm-hmm. That I, I appreciate the, the fact that we are in this moment in time, that we are in this place in time. Um, but you're right. I think we have to remember that every season is a, is a new learning curve for yeah, us. Yeah, it is. And, and even when you're children, yeah. it's that springtime and dandelions and fun and all that kind of stuff. When you have your own children going through that and you can watch that, you get that nostalgia for it. You, you love that, but you have responsibility for mm-hmm. them. And now we have one blessed grandson. Mm-hmm. And now that we have a grandson. Oh, he's two and so smart. Yeah, he's two. But now that we have a grandson, it's got a whole different meaning to it than when mm-hmm. they were your children. Mm-hmm. You know, things just change, and it's everything. Every blessing and every every change has been a blessing. I will say too. Now I'm thinking of seasons like mm-hmm. gardening. It was so funny because um, oh, I want to just read this, and then I'm going to go back to the gardening thing because okay. I looked up. This is the Message Devotional Bible, and I knew he had written some Eugene Peterson a little commentary on that Ecclesiastes 3 uh-huh. so I want to say this because it goes with the gardening thing so this says the vibrant poetic passage that begins Ecclesiastes 3 that's the one that Shannon right. read looks at what seem to be opposites birth and death planting and reaping crying and laughing and rather than contrasting them it incorporates them it says that these are the realities of life that God puts together in his time not ours God invades our experience, whether that experience is joyful or sorrowful, and fills it with his presence, infuses it with his grace, and gives it meaning. We prefer the joyful experiences to the sorrowful ones, but the gospel brings them together and says essentially that to God it doesn't make any difference. The time you are in, whether it is birth or death, laughing or weeping, is God's time. He can bring his presence into each and every experience of life, and with his presence, his peace. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. And I, so <sighs> what I was thinking about our gardening, like this last summer, the garden was horrible. And we really didn't do anything different than the year before when our garden was absolutely incredible. And, and I mean, we did the... We uh, had a very dry year, but we did water. We watered. But it wasn't enough. No, it's just uh, so many seeds I had planted and seeds that aren't hard to grow just didn't show up. Like my lettuce seeds, my spinach, my... Arugula, kale didn't show up. Kale, I mean, all those are... And even the zucchini didn't do well. Now, yeah, what kind of know. year does it take to have zucchini? 
You know the old saying, the best place to plant zucchini is in your neighbor's yard. Yeah. We didn't get hardly any zucchini this year, which is very odd for us. Yeah, it was just really strange. And so I guess I bring that up because, you know, we live like this, that thing said, in God's time. Right. And we just do the best we can. We live in, in right in the middle of his will, and we leave results to him. You know, if you feel like God wants you to do something, do it. But leave the results to him. Leave. Don't worry about if it's successful or fails or whatever. That doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter in a little bit. But, I mean, if he's told you to do it, do it and just... And trust in, and trust trust in that. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking, too, when you talk about seasons, a lot of people will talk about seasons of life as if you go from one season to the next mm-hmm. and then it's over. Right. And, you know, you go from spring and then you go to summer and then you fall is when you're middle-aged and older and winter is... I don't think any of that's true because I think the seasons in our life is, are constantly changing. Yes. Yeah. We're constantly starting a new thing and that's that mm-hmm. spring, that new life, something new comes in. Grandparenting is a brand new thing for mm-hmm. us. That's a spring we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes uh, we, we've started... Uh, the contemporary worship service on a regular place, on a mm-hmm. regular basis. That's spring. Mm-hmm. That's a new thing. That's a fresh thing. That's something that's it's fun. You have to learn it and experience it and grow through it and all those things. It's fun. Now, the nice thing about winter, and you know, again, I'm coming from an agricultural background. Winter was the rest time. Yes, yes. you could rest. Uh, there's a reason that God makes the days shorter when mm-hmm. it's colder. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Desperately miss having a wood stove. I love having wood in the wintertime, uh, you know, being able to have that wood heat. But there's something special about that time, too. It gives everything a chance to rest. Yes. The soil rests. The animals rest. We rest. It's just a time of maintenance. And we fix up things, and we look at seed catalogs, and we Mm -hmm. think about the spring. And I think if you're in a time in your life where you feel like you're in a wintertime, relax. Yeah, embrace coming. it. Yeah, embrace it. Enjoy it, and know that there's a change coming. It'll it'll come when it's in God's timing. It'll come. And if you're in that time where you're crazy busy and all the sorts of things are going on, it's your summertime. If you're a farmer and you're doing all sorts of things, rest in that too, because you know that that's temporary. Mm-hmm. And then you'll, that that next season is coming. And if you embrace the seasons in and of themselves, the seasons of life. If you embrace whatever season you're in, you're going to enjoy it a lot more than if you wish you were somewhere else or wish you were mm-hmm. in a different season. Mm-hmm. Wish you were in some other spot in your life. I mean, if, if you really need a change and you, you pray to God for that and in his timing it'll come. But um, enjoy where you're at, when you're at. C.S. Lewis thought that weather was one of God's ways of showing his humor. Yeah, that could be true. I don't know why, but I guess it is can be funny, you know. Oh well, sure. You you hope it doesn't rain and it pours on you. You hope it you hope it rains and it doesn't. Yeah, there's a little of that. But I think I think also I think God constantly, constantly brings change to us. And some of that I think is just the fact that He's showing us a, another vision of eternity. Hmm. Because it's a it's a constant eternal change. It's not you know, nothing is the same. You know, we've talked about this before. People saying that, you know, heaven is boring. I don't think that's true. I think I think there's constantly seasons and changes there, oh, yeah. too. Things we're to go through. Busy. In, in, in a good way, we're going to work. 
Because work is a blessing. Another thing out of Ecclesiastes 3 here, it says, Mm -hmm. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Mm -hmm. I love that. Also, He has put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. He has put the concept of eternity into our heart, but we don't really grasp it. We will. Mm -hmm. We will someday. But right now, we know that there is a cycle, and it goes on and on. And sometimes it seems like time is speeding up, mm-hmm. and sometimes it seems like time is slowing down. Yeah. But eternity transcends all that time. Right. And by showing us the constant march of those seasons, I think God is showing us eternity through that, too. Okay, I have a verse for you. Second uh-huh. Timothy 4.2. Oh, yes. Paul's talking or writing be to ready. Timothy. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort, and with great patience and instruction. What does that mean? Be ready in season and out of season. Hmm. I mean, how are we out of season? There are times when we will be called upon to be evangelizing and to be passionate and to be doing things. And there are times when we should be studying and getting ready to be passionate and evangelizing and doing things. God, you may not be, you may not be in a in a season right now where that's going on. But just like a farmer in the wintertime does maintenance on his vehicles waiting for spring when he's going to get a chance to get that tractor out and get back in the earth, you plan on that. You plan on what's coming next, what the next season is. And I think in Timothy he's talking about be ready in season and out of season. So be ready. Preach the word. Be ready all the time. And be ready whether you think you're in that season or you're not. Here is before, and these are uh-huh. very famous verses. If you want, Second uh, Timothy three sixteen and seventeen. All Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man or person of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. So we continue to practice, uh, practice living G- the Jesus way, practice uh, studying the Word and getting God's word within us more and more and it worked out into our lives. Mm-hmm. And so it will equip us for whatever comes the next day because God always gives us something to do every day, whether it just be getting up and maintaining our own body. But I mean, there's always, we have always something to do each day. Right. And, and we need to be um, alert and live responsibly, responsibly, well, responsibly, but responsibly. Right. Is that a word? Yes. In response to what comes out. Responsibly. As yes, in rather response. than reacting to, sure. to life, go, oh, okay, what do you want to do here, God? Yeah, instead of... Why, why, why? Instead saying, hey, this is new. What do you want me to do with this? Yeah. This is different. This is, you know, every everything we do, every experience we have, every relationship we have, Every time we meet a new person, every time we meet a new Christian, every time we meet an experienced Christian, everything's going to be new. Mm-hmm. Everything is different because we're all different. And I think that's a blessing from God, too, that he shows us all these things over and over again so that we can learn from them. Uh, Isaiah forty three eighteen through 19. I love this one. If you're in a winter in your life, this is a good one to listen, to read. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Mm-hmm. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I'll make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Mm-hmm. 
In other words, you may feel like you're in the middle of the desert right now and God says, oh, but wait, I got something to show you. I have got something around the corner that you're just... And if I look backward in my life and I look at the things in my life, not longingly looking back. Just looking. But if I look back objectively and I see those seasons that I've had in my life, and how God has stood with me and God has taken me one step at a time in the direction he wants me to go. There are times in, the, in my past that I have fought that and there's times when I've gone with that. And of course, working with God is so much easier. But as I look back on my life and I see those times and those places and where God took me from that, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, it's just it's just awe-inspiring for me to see that. And I think God wants to show us new things all the mm-hmm. time. He wants the seasons to change for us. That, okay, I want to share this. And I've mm-hmm. shared this with you before and with other people, but I don't know if I've shared this on a podcast. But I think it's a really good thing to think about. So often our human reaction to maybe a tragedy or something that's not going the way we want, we could we say, why God? I think we... I mean, it's not that that's wrong, but it's really not profitable for us. We should say, what, God? What are you doing in this? What is this going to do? Or where are you taking us with this? Because the why, even if you got the answer, wouldn't be adequate. Because obviously, if you're asking that, you just don't understand. But I have something else to share. Well, sometimes sometimes God wants us to question. He wants us to ask why. Yeah. But I think... If we take our why and we put that into a why are you what are you showing me now, Lord? Yeah. What do you want me to do? What are you pushing me towards? What do you what do you what doors are you opening for me? What is happening now? Instead of why me? Yes. Why me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God says, Because you. Mm-hmm. Because I want you to do these things. And I read something today mm-hmm. in a book called Me, Myself and Bob. It's written by Phil can't remember his last name, but he was the founder of the Veggie Tales. Oh, okay. The whole story is about. I didn't actually read the whole book because I really wanted to read at the end when he's looking back and what he learned. Mm-hmm. But it's about how it got really successful, and then they ended up bankrupting and all that stuff. And and God God taught him through all this stuff. But one a couple there were some really good things he shared at the end. He said, "It's none of my business where I'm going to be in five years." It's none of my business where I'm going to be in 10 years. I need to be in the center of God's will. And he he and his wife and probably some friends started a new company. It's called the Jellyfish Labs. And he said, why jellyfish? He said, well, jellyfish are cute. That's not the only reason. He said, jellyfish can't move on their own. I didn't know right. this. They are just moved they by the waves. With, they go with the water. And yeah. That's how he feels like he should be with they God. They have no propulsion at yes, all. Yes, that's how he said it. They just float. They just float. And he said mm-hmm. that's how he feels his life is now, just floating in God's will. And wherever he takes... And he says before that, before all that stuff happened, he said there were so many times he was just so stressed because he was carrying out this vision. He always wanted to make uh, animation films. And he had a quirky, he has a quirky sense of humor, always making people laugh and always mm-hmm. seeing God. And so that's, you know, how he developed the VeggieTales stuff. Sure. But then... Everybody loved Bob the Tomato. Yeah, Bob and Larry. Larry. Bob and Larry. And he said, actually, Larry came first, but then Bob showed up. And, um, <laughs> but he, he kind of, 
when I was reading, it's like, oh boy, you're getting off track. And he was always, he's always been a Christian, but, um, he said he was so stressed trying to carry out this vision that he had about doing what he should do for God. And is it making an impact and all that stuff. But he says he doesn't care about it that anymore. Now it's just be the jellyfish in God's spirit, you know, just go with, go with God's flow and, and it might seem you don't prepare whatsoever, but of course you do still prepare, but then you, you're willing to just let that go. If God directs you somewhere else, well then, so be it. He'll, none of it's wasted. No. But I think we have to have more of a loose hand on our hmm. lives. That was just, that wasn't in this book, but. I like that concept. Yeah, a loose, a loose, a loose hold on what we want out of life. Be willing to be willing to go with God. Yeah, and he even said, uh, and I I liked this. He said, "Let your dreams die. Don't be just running after a dream, because that might very well become your idol. Mm. You know, and it's okay to have, um, you know, your things you enjoy doing and do what's before you, but don't put, don't have your dream as a goal. Have your dream." You and God are enough. Right. Well, and I, the analogy comes to me again. I'll go with the flow. I think about when I'm riding my horses. Yes. When I'm riding my horses, what I ask them to do yeah. is I will guide them in a certain way, and then I basically put it into neutral. Yeah. And they go, mm-hmm. and I don't do anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not constantly fussing, fussing with them and with fighting them. with yeah. them. And if I, if you ever ride a horse that you have to constantly fuss and fight and with, it's, it's, it's miserable. It is miserable for both you and the horse. Yeah. But if you have a really good horse, you mm-hmm. just you point him in a direction and let him go. And if you need to step in and put a little redirection in there, mm-hmm. they're they're receptive of that. They pick up exactly what you want and they go with it. And that I think is the way we should be with God too. Be sensitive to the changes that He makes. Be sensitive to a little light touch. Yeah, and if you're sensitive to that light touch, it'll flow so much more easily, and you will find so much joy in that concept. I yeah. think horses love to be ridden. I really do. And it's the abundant life too. Right. We're we're living the abundant life, and God is steering you into a season or into a place or into a time in your life. <coughs> Excuse me, with the purpose of blessing you. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah. Understand that everything God does, He does for your own good. So if there's if there's a major change in your life that's coming on right now, don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. Mm-hmm. You know, take the take mm-hmm. the ride. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. I have some verses I'm going to share. Okay. And, and one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, Revelation 22. Okay. And He showed me a river of the water of life, clear as crystal, coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb, in the middle of its oh. In the, in the middle of its street, and on either side of the river was the tree of life, bearing twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall no longer be any curse, and the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his bondservants shall serve him, and they shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. The tree of life on both sides of the river, bearing twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. I don't know, you know, crops of fruit, it says. Yeah, Jane's all excited about heavenly fruit. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know when you buy. We all have you, our own things we're excited about. I'm excited about heavenly horses. She's excited about. I'm have. I'm excited about heavenly horses because yeah, I'm going to have enjoy one. the fruit. Hey, I wrote a poem about my horse in heaven. Do you remember my poem? Uh, I do remember you writing a poem about it. Yes. 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 So I'm excited because I'm I'll be able to go really fast too. in heaven. Okay. This is Psalm one. Oh, that's now a think about one. Psalms. And all the wisdom that comes throughout Psalms, as David and, and the other psalmists write about Psalms, mm-hmm. there are so many blessings in Psalms. So where would you start? Where would be the mm. first thing you would write? Well, Psalms 1, 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He's like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. And all that he does, he prospers. Oh, I like that. I just love those verses. There is so many, and granted, if we look at Old Testament and New Testament, we're going to see people from an agrarian culture. Yeah. You know, and so... Farming culture. Yes. So when Jesus was talking, um, he would use analogies mm-hmm. um the vine and the vine dresser i'm mm-hmm. the vine you are the branches mm-hmm. you know all those things um over and over and over again we use those analogies the, the lambs the you know um the sheep and the goats the the good shepherd um there's a reason for that mm-hmm. and i think one of the reasons for that is the seasons are constantly yes. brought out yes Yes. You know, there is a, there is a lambing season. And mm-hmm. there's a season when you have little lambs and you train little lambs. And there's a season when you don't. Right. Things come in seasons like that. And I think God is constantly reminding us of that, not just with the physical seasons that we have or the spiritual seasons that we go through, but even in his word. He talks about bearing fruit in season. Mm-hmm. We are called to bear fruit in our season. Yeah. That means... Don't stress about the fact that you're not bearing fruit 24-7, 365 mm-hmm. days a year because he's got seasons for you. Yeah, and that's John fifteen sixteen. Jesus says, you did not choose me, but mm-hmm. I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give to you. And I do want to say, too, we don't, if I'm a tree for Jesus mm-hmm. or whatever, a tree, an apple tree who that bears fruit, it is rooted in the ground deep, mm-hmm. and it drinks the water. Whatever it gets, all the nutrients from the sun and the water. It doesn't force the fruit out; right. it just comes out. And so we don't have to forcefully try to become this deep Christian. We just have to live with Jesus. Let Him, the Holy Spirit, transform us, and He will bring the fruit out. But that's only earlier in John 15. It talks about how we have to live in Christ, and that's how we will. Um, that's how fruit will develop. Right. Is when we spend time with Him and read His Word and let it all go in and digest in every single cell. But we can't force fruit. But it will come if we spend time with Him. I mean, it will. And there's a, a passage here from Ezekiel that I see here. Okay. That the song "Showers of Blessing" comes from. Ezekiel thirty four twenty six, I will make them in the places that are all around my hill a blessing. I will send down the showers in their season. They shall be showers of blessing. Oh, showers of blessing. They shall be showers of blessing. So I shall send down showers kids? in their season. They shall be showers of blessing. 
So that means we're going to be showers of blessing? Well, no, he will send down showers in the seasons that we need it. Oh, 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 you know, okay. And there's, okay. Um, there's a, lot of the, a lot of talk about rain. And, of course, again, we're talking about a society where rain was very seasonal. Right, they we're get the rainy season that. and the they dry the season, right? They have the right seasons for the right things. And, you know, that is, that is uh, an analogy, again, for us all the time, um, that God brings seasons on us mm-hmm. where, where there are times when we were meant to bear fruit, there are times when we're meant to strengthen ourselves mm-hmm. to get ready for bear fruit again. And there's times that he prunes us. There's times when he prunes us. There's times when we're a little more dormant. You know, those things... So what season are you in right now? Oh, I don't know. I'm always expecting. I find myself in in this in this time in my life just expecting whatever the next season's mm-hmm. going to be. I love Christmas. Mm. I love spring. Mm-hmm. I love summer when I don't have school. Yay. But I like school too. I like my time with my kids at school, but I also like my time when I'm home with you all the time. Mm-hmm. I like all those things. And if you, instead of wishing you were somewhere else, enjoying the place that you're in. Mm-hmm. And that's, I find myself in life right now trying to make sure that I focus on that. Not because I'm struggling to focus on that, but because I enjoy it so much when I focus on just being present. Mm-hmm. Be here in the present. I think that's what we're supposed to do. I think so too, and, I, and I'm, I'm working on that. Uh, Deuteronomy eleven fourteen says, "He will give the rain for your land in its season, the early rain and the later rain, that you may gather in your grain and your wine and your oil." Now that again, it's an it's, that's an agricultural thing, right? But there, <clears throat> if he gave all this, all the the rain at one time, yeah, it would be you would place, only get right? well, you would only get one crop. Oh, yeah. What he's talking about is the early rain and the late rain. Mm-hmm. During the early rain, they would deal with grain, which grows faster. Hmm. And then later, when they deal with olive oil and wine, mm-hmm. those are vines. Those are perennials. Hmm. The um, olives and the, the grapes. The annuals are grain. You right. plant it, you harvest it. Mm-hmm. The olives and the grapes are perennials. In other words, at a different time of year, you focus on this. Mm. This time of year, you focus on this. Mm-hmm. If I gave it to you all at once, you wouldn't have enough time to get the work done. Right. So I'm going to give you a little here, and I'm going to give you here. And yeah. the reason I do that is because I want you to be able to enjoy every single season. Mm-hmm. And I want you to be able to handle it, and I want you to be able to flourish in your season. Mm. So God says, I send the, the rain here and I send the rain there. And I do it mm. because I want you to enjoy the season you're in. Mm. And I think right now, I think that's where I am. Mm. What about you? Hmm. Well, I'm getting ready to hibernate. <laughs> I, well, I, I am in a different season, I think. Um, it's Hawking is, is bigger. Mm. And so I limit what we do outside the house or outside the place so I don't have to transfer them a bunch. But I don't mind. I like staying home. And it gives me time to... I, I am so... And that in and of itself is a season because you have that peacefulness of being home. There's times when you don't have that time. You don't have that luxury of sitting still. Yes. You have to right. be running. When our yes. kids were younger and needed to go here and there. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't do that. But now I can sit at home with Hawk. We go outside. We... You know, I, I get to study, I read to him, I, um, I, I just, 
I love our life right now. And I've, um, I love it. And I, I do love taking care of our son. I mean, I, I love taking care of our son, and right. I think he enjoys hanging out with me. He does, and it's we watch the baking show a lot. And the really, <laughs> I'm a little tired of the baking show, but that's okay. I um, but I think also it. when we look at that, um, there's challenges that come with every season. Yes, there's challenges. I love the winter time. I'm not so fond of icy roads. No. Or digging out the snow when you have to dig out the snow and yeah, all that and kind I'm of stuff. Yeah, and I'm still not sure about what to do about the chicken water. Yeah, if you have advice on how to keep our chicken water open during the winter, that would be nice. We'd love to hear that. But um, there are always challenges that come with every season, too. But at the same, in the same notion, um, take those challenges as a blessing. Yeah. Because they oh. are. And I have to purposely for winter time, and I am trying. I mean, we're not winter yet, but we've had a few glimpses of it. It's I I can get really uh, because of the bipolar stuff, and um, I can get really down when I have to be inside all the time, and when I don't get the sunshine, and and the d- days are very short, and and it's cold, and uh, yeah, that's that usually man made, that man made. Daylight savings time. Well, uh, the, I'm about to. That stuff. Daylight savings time always. That's <clears throat> that's something that always drags me down a little in the winter because I'll leave when it's dark and come home when it's and dark. I'll come home when it's dark and yeah. I spend all my time in darkness. And now because I'm teaching, I'm inside during the daylight and I'm. Yeah. The only time I'm outside is when it's dark. Yeah. Yuck. Well, <clears throat> and I just I just have to consciously make efforts to keep myself mentally as healthy as I can. You know, but also if you are going through a low time emotionally, realize again it's just a season. And right. and if you need help, get help. If you need medication, get medication. But if it's just kind of a, a down in the dumps kind of time, I mean, it will pass. And that's even uh, we just have to embrace all of it. Yeah. You know, and and. Uh, but if you need help in certain ways, then you need to get help. Be vulnerable. Be honest. People want to help. Love them in the morning. Love, love them, them in the, the noontime. Time. Love, love them, them when the, the sun, sun goes down. down. Yes. Yes. And if you need, get a happy Jesus doll. <laughs> I wish you could see my Jesus doll. I love him. He is happy, and I put his arms up like he's praising his father. And right now he's got a bracelet I made with some girls, and it looks like a, a Hawaiian lei on it around his neck. So he kind of looks like a hippie, but a happy hippie. And we think if Jesus was here, he would like his doll. Probably looks nothing like him, but everyone who looks at him knows it's supposed to be Jesus. But the one thing about it that you do notice right away is that he, there's a smile on his face, and he is enjoying himself. Yes. And I think God wants us to enjoy ourselves, too. Yes. But did you notice they also put the, the wounds on the hands? I see that. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was great. And the feet. Oh, yeah. I don't know about... I can't... His clothes you can't take off. No. It looks like he's wearing a karate gi, but... Yeah. It's all right. It's white. It's cool. Look up Happy Jesus Doll. You'll probably find him. There's not very many Jesus dolls. I got it for the Jesus time, and then... I don't know. Now he just sits by my computer all the he time. Sits, he sits on our table here by the computer. Because he's cool. So. And by the geraniums. Yes. We did something different this year. We brought in the plants. 
all the flowers. All the flowers, we brought them in, and they're doing really well. Yeah, geraniums. It's freezing outside now. It's getting down in the teens at night, and we are we have flowers in the enjoying house. flowers in the house. But what I still would like some yellow cut flowers. I love I, I love buying flowers. When I get a chance, I'll get you more flowers. Okay. All right. Anyway, so thanks for listening. We're yeah. glad we're back, and we're going to go back to once a week. We did have a request from one of our best-loved fans for two times a week, but... Not sure we can do that yet because. But we'll definitely do it at least once a once week. Once a week. From now on. But if we can, well, one day, maybe in the new year. Yeah. I'd love to do twice a week because I love our little talks. Yeah. And, uh, ooh, a year ago, you almost died. And yeah. so I praise very, God. Very near this Thanksgiving, this you will be here to eat turkey. Yes. God willing. So. Yes. God willing. Hey, God we bless. love y'all. Thanks for listening means a lot to us. Bye. Trying to get the music back on. It's, it's, what, how come? There you go. Bye.